0: I don't even know how to intro this, Nate, because we have so many people. So many people. This is the most guest we've ever had on an
1: episode. Steven, you are currently sitting in a room with a lot of other people.
0: Undisclosed location. Let's introduce everyone. We're going to be talking about Avengers Endgame. Spoilers for everyone listening. If you haven't seen it, we will
1: spoil it. So go watch Spoilers it. Spoilers everywhere.
0: That's right. Uh, first, we have our returning... Uh, what was the title you preferred?
2: Uh, I want to uh, return. <laughs> right. We have Matt Glover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Returning expert. Returning, A expert.
0: returning expert on the Tom Cruise movie Legend, which we have yet yes. to do. Yes. We have Matt Glover. Hi, Matt. Matt Newsom. Oh, did he just promote himself? Kick him did, off. Yeah. I'll <laughs> cut it out. I'll cut it out. Matt I'm, News- I'm going to cut it out right after Matt. It'll just say Matt, and then I'll cut <laughs> it. Uh, and we also have Josh. How do you say your last name, Josh?
3: Matai.
0: Josh Mattai. Mattai. He is the resident uh, comic book. Expert slash nerd. So he might provide some, some insight into these characters.
1: Hello, Josh. Hi, we'll nice to meet back. you.
3: Pleasure.
0: And we have Jordan Bean, moviegoer extraordinaire. He's seen every movie, right? I think yeah, that's, Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Pretty much. We have Jordan Bean, Nate. Hello, Jordan. Hello. And we have Jared Young, also, uh, I don't know what, what to, to call movie-goer him. Moviegoer. Just call me Jared. This just, is just Jared. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> just, just
4: Jared. Thanks for having
0: me. Appreciate it. He
1: has some skills. We don't know what they are, but right, right,
0: a particular set of skills. A kind like, soul. It's
1: either
4: yeah. one or two. <laughs> there you go. I'm like your optometrist.
0: Mm, is this better?
1: One. I want to hear. Okay, here's. I want to hear this. I don't need to hear it right now, but I do want to hear at some point in time the Thanos. Like what before the movies was he great?
0: Yes. Okay. So in the comic books, he was as epic as he is in these movies. Yes,
3: absolutely. Yes, more. More so. More so. More so. In a recent storyline, Thanos had Galactus on a chain, and he had the Hulk was like a, his pet dog. He had the Hulk as a pet, and Galactus he carried him around like on a chain, like walked him around like a bodyguard. Isn't
0: Galactus like a space cloud? <laughs> no,
3: not, <laughs> not in the comics. No, no. oh, oh man,
2: that was
0: just funny. Uh, uh, not in the comics. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking of Parallax from the Green
2: Lantern. <laughs> oh oh yeah. No, in question. the in the in the Fantastic Four movie, Galactus, the rise of the Silver Surfer, he right, was, a cloud. was a
3: cloud. Yeah,
2: yeah, he was. A cloud. That's why everybody got so upset. All right,
0: there's a lot of things to talk about in this Endgame movie. I want to get this out of the way because we've been talking about it here in the office. So time travel. Now, uh, Matt and Jared here have an opinion on it, but I feel like they they monkey around a little too much with time travel. Two instances specifically: the part when she shoots herself, and future her does not disappear. Which every time travel movie that I have seen, like Back to the Future, if past you is dead, current you should be gone. And so I take issue with that. And then the moment where Loki steals the Tesseract after the botched heist with Iron Man and he gets hit by the Hulk. And then Loki steals the Tesseract. That timeline then gets messed up and we see no resolution from that. So I'll let these guys defend themselves. But Nate, did you have a thought on either of those moments?
1: I do. I have... Searched and searched, uh, looking for the what I believe to be what they were going for in this movie. So please, please reveal it to us. My thoughts on this is that the Russo brothers said in an interview afterwards that each time you go back, you are heading to a different reality, and you are actually making change it, changes. But those parallel universes that you are creating, uh, those aren't yours. Therefore, the past that you go to are not. Uh, from your current time stream. So there is a a place where Loki has escaped. There is a place where older Thanos no longer exists because younger Thanos went forward and got killed, Um, Mm. but that is not the ones we're at. Uh, So that's one thought on it that the Russo brothers were kind of big into. The only problem with that is that with Captain America now living out his days, um, they said... If he went back to another uh, parallel universe, then he would have to find his way back into our universe to be an old man. And the Russo brothers gave like a wink-wink to, yeah, there's probably a story there about Mm. how he's back in our world. The writers of this movie had the opinion that just like the Sorcerer Supreme talked to Hulk that it's only when you steal a infinity stone from that reality that a time stone that branches off so they the writers apparently were under the opinion that when captain america goes back returns the stones he just stays in our reality and there are two captain americas for the 70 years or whatever since the 1940s so those are what i've heard Uh, i don't appreciate that level of time travel i really like the Harry Potter, Prisoner of Azkaban version of what you have gone back to do, you have already done. Um, But that is just my own personal preference on time travel.
4: So Nate, uh, my wife and I spoke extensively about this. Uh, (laughs) I think you're right in what the writers have said, that anytime you go back and change something, uh, a new time stream is created. The laws that they set up in this movie mostly abide by that, except for the Captain America part. And I think right, that right. if you were to say that this is Captain America's story and this is the timeline in which Captain America goes back and comes back to, that's the timeline we're following. Does that make sense? Yes. That's the only way to justify it.
0: And in the interpretation that you were talking about where it just, it's a different timeline that you're affecting, then we also have to believe that these characters don't give a rip about any other universe except <laughs> their own. And they're just screwing everybody else up. As long as they get their people back.
1: I think when you start dealing with infinitely branching multiverses, you can't really spend your time worrying about uh, (laughs) these other areas because Mm -hmm. Thanos probably wins in 14 billion of them, and you can't really save them. Uh, This movie also introduces a form of lampshading where the movie actually references other forms of time travel in movies to show that, like the ridiculousness oh, yeah. of it it's also what yeah, yeah, yeah. the sherlock tv series did where they said like yeah we acknowledge that you guys are all thinking of fan theories and you guys are all crazy into this and we're basically <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> going to say like hey think less about the time travel in this movie and more about all the times yeah. you're gonna cry
0: yeah. yeah and it was fine and i enjoyed it i thought it was good thoughts on uh thor jordan did you have a thought on thor Then so we can all chime in
5: i i thought it was great i mean it's here that the whole time like What's funny is the moment when the final battle scene um, and he, you know, the God of Thunder thing happened, right? And he like kind of transformed. I I know like Taiko Waititi was probably like, hey, let's keep him fat because it's going to be funny. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, let's have the full body of armor on him. And like,
2: do you feel like he had that much input on? Thor?
5: probably i mean they did with infinity war right like they had the majority of the each director from each movie kind of put their input
2: and he's korg
3: as well yeah he's he's the voice of korg so he's not only directing but he, he's, he's, in the he's movie. actually yeah. in the movie
2: yeah so. that was uh, actually that was probably one of my favorite scenes where they're playing xbox he's like hey uh that kid uh, yeah. That <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was it yeah that That's was a funny great. that was a funny
0: reaction. i
1: think that the decision to make thor out of shape now was was excellent. I liked hybrid Hulk. Yeah. And I liked a uh, beer belly
2: Thor. You mean professor Hulk. Professor. Hulk. I, hybrid Hulk. Yeah.
1: I, w-
0: I wasn't, I had mixed feelings about professor Hulk. I kind of wanted to see him changing back and forth in this movie, but it was fine. Like I got used to it. Was, it happens
3: in the comics.
0: I
5: love yeah. it. Yeah. I thought
0: it
1: happened.
5: I comics. didn't really like how they didn't like per se describe it. Like he just like, they met him at a diner and was like, Hey,
1: here I am. You know? Oh, <laughs> like, he gave that one line about, yeah, I've, 18 months in a Gamma Lab to make this. All right, cool. Cool, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Got a lot of time on your hands. Good for you. I'd like to do a quick roundtable since we have mm-hmm. a lot of people here. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. The table's rectangle, just so you know. But go ahead.
1: <laughs> so not everyone's equal. Are mm-hmm. you in the space of <laughs> honor, Steven? <laughs> I don't want to say. <laughs> I'd like to hear quickly what everyone's thoughts are on their most emotionally charged parts of the movie what got to you the most in this three-hour
4: epic mm, we, have, we have to pick one <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, there's a lot yeah.
2: I, I guess you, i guess you would pick the most emotional like which one got you the most
1: yeah, well, and between it. all of us i hope we have a, a few different ones
0: black widow and hawkeye trying to get the soul stone and watching them both fighting over each other to be the one that is giving their life for the other and we could talk about maybe love triangle in that situation but he, you know, her and Hawkeye have always had this weird relationship. Like he has a family, like he's married with kids, mm. but they also still have this friendship connection. So it's a little weird, but there's still like that selflessness that till the very end, they both tried getting the, themselves off and saving the other. And I, I liked that scene. I thought it was a good, and it was also kind of funny because the like, red skull is floating back there and, you know, <laughs> Hawkeye's like, what does he do this all day? Whatever he like, he says a funny <laughs> line.
1: Can I disagree a little bit with your, uh, mm. the weirdness of that? Oh sure, go ahead. My kickback to that is that I thought this movie, and all the other movies, have presented Natasha and Clint as having like a really close relationship that I never thought was like uh, in danger when it comes to like fidelity with his wife and all that stuff. I thought they presented friendship in a platonic way in a really cool um, way in this movie where they they truly love each other, but I was never like worried there was going to be some sort of weirdness there.
0: So, and I would like for other guys to chime in on this, too, who are married here, seem to be. Uh, So you don't think your wife would ever feel strange about you having a close enough friendship with someone...
1: That you would die for them?
0: No, no, that you would softly touch your forehead to the (laughs) lady's forehead, holding the other's face, and, like, whisper some thing before you die. You My think-
3: wife would throw me over the cliff and she'd take the soul stone. <laughs> See, I feel like you, well,
0: let aside whispering something like you didn't think the forehead to forehead face touching was...
1: I think if you're about to sacrifice yourself for someone else, I think a forehead to forehead is perfectly acceptable.
0: Do you think it's acceptable that he would be then giving up on his own family for the sake of her? Yes. Greater love
2: is not no, than no, this. You- <laughs> <laughs> nice try, uh, Matt. How would Nikki feel about that? Uh, she would definitely kill somebody. She would, she would probably have gone and <laughs> threw Scarlet Witch off, or not Scarlet right, Witch, but uh, Black Black Widow. Widow, Black Widow. Black Widow. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was yeah. thinking Scarlet Johansson. Yeah. yeah, but then I was it's confusing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Black Widow. Nikki yeah. would reach over
5: and throw Black Widow off, though.
4: My wife is the most selfless person I know, so mm. she'd probably still be mad.
5: <laughs> <laughs> smart. Fair enough. I I know a lot of people talked about. The fact that they knew that they were going to go to Vormir and that that wasn't going to happen and they like paired themselves together, like Mm. you knew what happened to Gamora, right? Like, like, you you would think that Nebula said something, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, they all knew that she died, though, right? Like, so do you think that they purposefully sent those two? That was never explained. It was just like, all right, you two are going to go there. You know what I mean? Like, and
2: because who, because didn't, uh, I'm trying to think of who actually gave the order out.
5: I guess Captain America. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Maybe. Oh,
2: maybe, maybe, yeah. So, well, man. Yeah. That would be. That would be even deeper. Like that's a good conspiracy theory.
1: What if you were there with someone
2: you didn't?
5: Love, love that yeah, much.
2: <laughs> but maybe, but, but that's what I'm saying though. Like, maybe Cap was like, Well, they love each other, we all know what had to happen for them to get the soul stone, so send those two out.
5: Yeah, I don't know. There's also mm. the discussion too of what boundaries of love is this? Like, mm. I love my phone and I'm gonna throw it off the cliff, you know, <laughs> yeah. like, uh, or does it actually have to be a human being, you know what I mean? So, I
0: well, well he a oh, soul. soul for a soul, yeah, I soul guess. So, they yeah. did
5: act like they didn't know exactly what was gonna happen when they got there. i know and it's like come
1: on yeah that's a little yeah the rules of that are a little bit hazy the eternal
5: change yeah
0: emotional moments josh
3: honestly you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna go completely out of the box seeing stan for the last time oh Oh, i was a little disappointed in his scene i was expecting something more grandiose yeah but like seeing him and realizing like that's the last time (laughs) you're gonna see stan like that was like. You know, uh, they didn't
2: expect him to die, so they probably just. Well, yeah, this gonna her be her funny. Man. Well,
3: I heard I read a thing that he was supposed to be in Far From Home, but he was not uh, well enough
5: to be there to shoot the yeah, scene. I mean, do you think they'll do a CGI stand?
2: I would uh, love that. I actually really? love. I actually love this thing that the fans want. They're like, because wh- now that now that Marvel has Fox, like just stick Deadpool in those scenes.
1: Oh
5: yeah,
2: like I love that. Like fan. Yeah, like, that's what they want. Like, yeah, like, that would be.
1: Hilarious. Well, didn't they film a lot of his cameos that? They didn't use in past movies. I'm sure they have some footage of him just doing weird things. Probably. Oh, yeah. It's
5: Maybe in the archives movie. for sure.
0: Josh yeah. actually met Stanley and, and held a boom mic
3: for him. So, yeah, no like, way. Yeah. Yeah. He's exactly like you would imagine him to be. Like, he's, he's 100% <laughs> best <friend>. like Excelsior. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Not to make it weird, but like, I was like a weird kid. So, like, comic books have been like my life. And you know he just kind of created this place, you know what I mean, where you know you could be a superhero or you didn't feel weird or yeah. he was very like forward on race relations in America, so like mm-hmm. you know it it's like been a big part of my life, so mm-hmm. when he died like i was I was a mess mm-hmm. like for yeah. the day, so mm-hmm. see him the last time and realize that, like this is really it, like it was like man
2: like, mm-hmm.
5: that yeah.
3: stuff,
2: Matt, my most emotional scene where. Speaking of emotional like levels, like it it literally just made me tear up, and that was it. Like I wiped it away, and then it was gone. <laughs> well, well, what, what was it? Was uh the the scene for me was uh, Iron Man's death, mm-hmm. but I think it was more uh because w- there was a lot going on in that. Mo- in that was one he spent ten years with his character. Yeah, he's the one that started it all, you know. And then he's he's gone. Like this is his end. They mm-hmm. they wrote it that way, but then also what um. Pepper Pot said to him that like, it's okay, Tony, like we, we can handle, yeah. like we can handle this because, uh, when my mom passed away we said something very similar to her, mm. you mm. know, because it's that like, cause knowing like my mom's spirit is like to, like to fight, you know, and that was her, her spirit and Tony's was too, like he was going to fight if he felt like they wouldn't handle it, that he was right. going to try to stay there no matter what. And so for her to say like we'll be okay,
5: Mm. and then he was able to let go. Yeah, yeah. that that got me. I didn't like how like Peter Parker came up and was like talking to him. I'm like, listen, (laughs) I'm like, listen, you need to get Pepper Potts in here and to say goodbye. Like they like. Well, did you notice
1: that Pepper Potts had her hands kind of like? Gently pulling him away, like, hey, yeah, yeah like hey, you're yeah. not his wife. Get out of the
5: way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was kind of weird, but
1: yeah, I
0: liked the moment with Spider Man and Iron Man in the Infinity War when, as Spider Man wisps away, yeah. like that's a cool moment. But in this one, it felt like it took away a little bit. Yeah, from yeah. that final thing.
2: Well, even when he dropped down in the middle of the fight, and he was like, "Hey, here's all the stuff that happened." It's kind of like, dude, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: yeah a war going there's on. Why are you lie. hugging? Stop yeah. hugging and fight somebody. <laughs>
4: I would say, so I don't really like superhero movies to begin with. I did go back and watch all the Marvel movies. Why are you here? Yeah, no, I'm I could. <laughs> I mean, uh, but I, I've really enjoyed the Marvel series. And I think, you know, I, I watch movies to feel emotion as it is. So I'm kind of anticipating it already. I, I, you know, produce tears a lot of different parts of this movie. Mm-hmm. The opening scene. You, you know.
0: produce them, like, with your hands? Like with probably, yeah, <laughs> something <laughs> no, like that. that. Sorry, you are getting real serious. <laughs> I, producing. Uh, yeah, yeah. I constructed I tears. I excreted <laughs>
1: moisture. <laughs> yes.
4: That's right. I produced the most tears, I'd say. Yeah. Uh, probably, like, it was different. It was a different kind of emotion that I felt with... It was after Captain was at his last, wit, you know, wit's end. Wit's end? Mm-hmm. Not the right term. Uh You know, after he'd fought Thanos mm-hmm. for a little bit, and then it felt like... That was it, mm-hmm. And you know he gets the call from Sam.: I thought that was unique because I don't really think I've ever felt emotional during a superhero movie, mm-hmm. and seeing everybody come back all at once was yeah, yeah. pretty, pretty mm-hmm. empowering. Having
0: When Captain America stood back up, like that alone was pretty cool. That was a cool image.
4: They had a scene
1: right in that, in that or a shot in that moment that felt like it was probably on a, a storyboard at some point in time with Captain yes. America standing on the left side the whole yes. army joining from the right. And you could just be like, oh, yes. this was probably beautifully that. That painted
5: uh, yes. before this movie was shot.
0: Yeah. That one image was amazing. Yeah. It was, it was very cool. What about you, Jordan?
5: I think one scene that, I, I mean, the final scene was obviously like, you know, the final battle was pretty cool. I think not only like, I don't think from like an emotional standpoint, but more or less like, it was just like really, really awesome. Yeah, it was fun to watch. But I think the, the biggest scene for me, um, was actually like when Tony was, when they went back to the 70s and then he saw his dad. Oh, that was good. And I thought that was like, you know, seeing his dad and how, or like that whole like, you know, meeting between the two of them, like was just so natural. And the way that he acted on that too was really good. Like, I thought it felt very natural uh, for me and like that ending too, when he hugged him and and then he was like, yeah. do you know who that guy is? <laughs> yeah, you know? And, and it was yeah, just, yeah. it was really cool. And then also you saw, um, uh, his driver too and stuff like that. His no, driver's Jarvis. name was Jarvis. Yeah, Jarvis thought, is yeah, the driver's awesome. name. Yeah. yeah. Well, really he's, cool. he's
2: actually the, um, the guy who played Jarvis in the TV show. The, what was it? Agent Carter. You're right. Oh, 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 yeah. Yeah. oh
1: okay.
5: yeah. That's yeah, true. Yep, cool. yep, That is right. There
2: you go.
0: How did, uh, I thought performance wise really enjoyed Robert Downey's performance. I thought he did awesome in this Always. movie. Yeah. And, um, I think all the original Avengers did a great job. I think uh, Black Widow, when she's sitting at the desk, you know, video calling all those people, like her face looked visibly like sunken and like depressed. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, like yeah. sad. I thought they really did a great job. What, how did you guys feel about Thanos? I know Matt, you had a thought. We
2: were we were actually discussing about like all the appearances of Thanos throughout, like when they brought him in and everything like that, and how um, when you first see him, he's in that he's in that throne thing, mm-hmm. and his voice is super deep. But then, when Josh Brolin took over, like well, when Josh Brolin took over in the Avengers movie, like when he was playing Thanos in the Avengers movie, uh, like it's almost seemed more realistic. Like he's, mm-hmm. you know, like he's a troubled character. Like he has actual, you know, motives and everything like that. Where right. I think, I think that what's what that was Guardians of the Galaxy, right? He that he that his first appearance. He's
1: just a big bad.
2: Yeah, he's just a big bad. We don't know his his motives or anything like that, mm-hmm. and so he just seemed like that that comic book character where he's just there to court death. Mm-hmm. you know.
0: yeah yeah josh you have the comic book knowledge do you feel like this thanos was a good representation like did you enjoy it i
3: i i enjoyed it there's that missing element from the comic books of death you know death is a embodied like person in the comic books and i just felt that taking that out and his performance standing alone without mm. that i thought it was great i i mm. really did think I thought he was powerful, too. I liked, you know, like, he's a powerful being. You Mm. know, he's technically, well, in the movies, he's not immortal. But from the comic books, he's an immortal Mm. being. (laughs) And I just thought, like, just that scene where, you know, the original three, Cap, uh, Thor... And um, who else fought him? And he's just sitting there with that double sided sword. And he's just like playing with a stone, like just waiting for them. It's just like, come on. Yeah, that was fun. He doesn't even have the gauntlet yet. (laughs) And he's like, I'm going to beat down the three original Avengers. Like, I'm ready for you guys. Like, I love Josh Brolin in that role. I thought it was excellent.
1: Well, this brings about my next question, which is the strength of Thanos. Mm, I was yes. constantly confused. How powerful are you? Right? Is it the gauntlet that gives you a lot of your power? Is it one stone? But without it, he was really taking on those three. Yeah. Did he ever fight Carol Danvers, Captain Marvel, without the gauntlet? I don't think so. No. Because she can straight definitely. up go through a, a ship. We talk about the overpowered nature of Captain Marvel.
2: Right. Well, the only way he even got a lick on her really was when he put the power stone in his other his hand, hand and then hit her with it. Right. Cause he yeah. tried to head butter and it didn't work.
1: It is telling that she actually has to be like written out of a lot of the movie because if she's around the mission, gets a lot easier.
5: Yeah, <laughs> that's true.
0: Which I feel like it's problematic too. Cause yeah, all these other planets are in trouble, but you can spend five minutes. Yeah. Like, yeah. You got a haircut. <laughs> you could like come over. <laughs> to, <Yeah. the> <laughs> to be
2: honest, I thought one, yeah, she's overpowered. Captain Marvel was overpowered, but two, I felt like she was, kind of a useless character because like they build her up in avengers infinity war like she's going to be the last hope Mm -hmm. and then captain marvel comes and you're like okay she's going to be what does it and then in this movie she comes and then she goes and then she comes back and then
1: (laughs) well i guess without her that ship is just barraging the the ground I think they would have all been kind of finished off if she hadn't flown in and destroyed the. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, but that's the all Star she Destroyer. Is, like,
2: she, she feel, like for this movie, she feels like a plot device only because mm-hmm. like it, right. uh, she wouldn't have been able to scout the planet at the beginning of the movie, and then she wouldn't have been able to destroy the ship at the end, and mm-hmm. that's it.
5: Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's true. Well,
1: the the fact that they, I think it, this is a bit of an issue when it came to the timing of Infinity War and Black Panther where Black Panther came first, so popular, so good, and then the the scene of him dusting away didn't get a whole lot of fanfare. I think they were filming these at the same time and they didn't have a great... We just saw this happen a month ago. Let's make sure that they have weight in the movie that comes out the next month. And I yeah. feel like they did that with Captain Marvel too. The fact that Brie Larson uh, didn't even... Know anything about her character from Captain Marvel before she filmed this movie? A lot of her personality didn't come through. Right in yeah, this yeah. one, she was she was that plot device where I feel like if there had been a little bit more spacing, we could have really like jumped from Captain Marvel to Endgame in a more cohesive way instead of going like, actually, you don't really have to watch Captain Marvel and you'll understand Endgame just fine. Yeah. yeah 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 well did you guys notice that the people that were carrying the gauntlets i think were the ones that have the torch plan to be passed to them so we had right. spider-man there for a bit black panther captain uh, captain, marvel. captain marvel so all of these uh, sequels that we assume are coming or planned to come right right, uh, right. same with valkyrie i i felt mm. like as i watched them passing it i was looking at potential uh, easter eggs for the the blueprint for the next phase yeah Yeah, Mm
0: -hmm. well real quick let's go around do we feel like endgame was a sufficient and satisfying end to the first 10 years of the marvel cinematic universe nate what would you say
1: i would say yes it wasn't a perfect movie but it was really great and it tied up a lot of things while still leaving enough to open where you go all right they're gonna keep producing these movies I'm not at risk for being without a superhero movie for a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But the, the fact that it ties up Tony Stark and uh, Captain America, at least this right. version of Captain America, mm-hmm.
2: I thought was pretty good.
0: Quickly, how would you rate it? Zero to five Infinity Stones.
2: Four. Point two five. All right. Matt. Yeah, I, I thought it was a very satisfying ending. And I think that's really all this movie needed to be, was just a satisfying conclusion to the Infinity Saga yeah and zero
0: to five infinity stones
2: i'd give it a four you're a four as well okay
3: i loved it naturally four out of five i'll go four and a half
0: Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. i don't
3: want to give it a perfect five there are some you know time things and things like that (laughs) they could clean up but uh yeah i i thought it was a you know a perfect ending and then thor you know how he kind of going off the Asgardians of the galaxy. Like, that was funny, yeah. Leaving yeah. the door open a little bit. Like,
0: Him and Chris Pratt were funny too. Like, yeah. yeah, you're in charge. Yeah, yeah. All yeah. Right. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was good. That was good.
5: Uh, you know, personally, I think that I enjoyed Infinity War more mm-hmm. than this movie. And I think the beginning of the movie kind of, like, there was many moments where I'm like, I could go to the bathroom right now and come back (laughs) and everything would be fine, you know? And, and I know a lot of people said that too, where it just felt a little slow, Mm -hmm. um, kind of getting to the point, the whole five year transition. I didn't mind what they did. Like I thought, thought it was smart, you know, with, with the way they set it up. Like you said, the time stuff was a little sloppy, Mm I mean, I was satisfied with the ending though. Yeah. I mean, I, and I also appreciated the fact that they were like hinting at little things, you know, like whether you're talking about, um, you know, Guardians and Thor and that kind of thing. And like, you know, cause now it's kind of bringing up the discussion, oh, and is Thor going to be in the new Guardians movie, right, you right, know, right. and that kind of thing. And, mm-hmm. and so there's a lot of discussions kind of being brought up now, but, but I, I think it was a good conclusion definitely to Iron Man due to the fact that I know that a lot of these actors too are kind of. They're kind of under contracts, yeah, <laughs> they're kind of done with yeah. these movies, I know like Chris yeah. Evans, too, he said that publicly. He's just like, and I know even Robert Downey Jr. has been kind of like, okay, you know we're, we're yeah, good yeah. with what what okay. happened through everything, so
1: I just wanted to echo the the pacing issue for just a second I was, i I've seen this movie twice now in theaters, yeah, same. Mm-hmm. The second time around, I definitely was like, I'm ready for Black Widow to die so we could jump into the second half of this movie. Yes, I felt that way too. And keep going with the time travel. Yeah. But I also have to acknowledge that they have so much built up cachet going into Mm -hmm. this movie. I do like the boldness to basically say like, listen... You didn't watch twenty some movies or whatever to get to this point. We're not gonna rush this, yeah, so the first half of the movie was a lot of like, yeah, we'll work on character development because you're already here,
2: I tend to like <laughs> slower movies like that, so i enjoyed I enjoyed the
1: pacing yeah. of it. No,
5: I think the three hours was like it didn't feel like it, and I know yeah, a lot of people said that too, and right. i I loved that yeah it was
1: really only the second viewing where i felt like yes tapping my fingers a little bit but i don't think you're supposed to watch this movie twice in a week anyway
5: yeah I, and i and Nate, i did the same thing so and i same. felt i felt the same way i was just kind of like all right here we go let's let's get to the point you know a little bit so but yeah as far as stars um, uh infinity stones please oh sorry <laughs> <clears throat> excuse me kick him off uh, <laughs> can i go a 0.5
0: I mean, we go all the way to quarters usually Ooh, to okay. the to the disdain I, of our I, listeners. But. Due
5: to the fact that I would put Infinity War at a four, I'd probably do a three point five for this. Three point five. Wow. Yeah. There's the door. <laughs> but it's like, like I said, I, I, it's not a movie that I didn't enjoy. I thought it was great. But that second, that second viewing, like Nate was saying, like that second viewing, just like, mm. kind of did it for me on like, okay. Like, I thought some of the character development and stuff like that. Like, I just wanted to kind of get to gotcha. the point, you know? So,
1: Fair can you imagine the people in Marvel Studios right now if they were to hear us talk about it and go, like, these Jokers saw this movie twice and we've made a bajillion dollars? <laughs> yeah, <they're> like, <laughs> yeah, we're just fine with you giving us a three and a half.
4: <laughs> All right, Jared. Uh, so, I probably don't have any strong opinions towards the uh, wholeness of the. MCU. But I, I really, really enjoyed this movie. Uh, I think it was a great ending. I feel like everybody took my talking points, but I, I really enjoyed the slow burn. And maybe mm. it's just because, you know, I'm a married man and have two kids. But I, I really enjoyed the way the movie was paced in the beginning. So I don't know. I, I really enjoyed it. I would give it Probably 4.75. Oh, nice. Nice. I, I mean, this, this, cool.
2: this is a, from a guy who usually scales yeah. things one to two. That's, yeah,
3: that's either
5: bad or good. <laughs> <one two. laughs> I'd just
3: like to amend. Uh, we're going on a scale out of five. There are six singularities. Just yeah, gonna... yeah. I knew. Yeah. I just,
0: someone was going to bring Ooh. it yeah. in. Yeah. 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 No, no, no. Max of five. Max of five. <laughs> Max of
1: five. <laughs> we still don't know what the soul stone does. I mean, Josh knows, but I don't.
0: The soul stone. A soul for a soul. <laughs> I'm going to go with a solid four, just a round number. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It was a great conclusion. Sure, slow at times, but I like the storytelling. I thought this was one of the best storytelling Marvel movies mm. from the Hawkeye perspective, from the Iron Man, mm. Captain America, scenes of them in the past You know, with their love interests or Tony and his dad. It was just really enjoyable. My wife even liked it, which is a, a huge deal, as the uh, <laughs> yeah. listeners of the show would know. But uh, yeah. Four uh, out of five Infinity Stones. Yes.
1: Can we also briefly mention, because this is Mots, mm-hmm. that they brought up
2: mayonnaise on a hot dog? And yes. Not only the, did they bring it up as, yeah. as soon as I saw that? I wanted to laughed say hard. something
1: to you about that. Yeah,
2: that I, amazing, I literally Nate. wanted to text you in the theater, but I was like, he hasn't yes. seen it yet. <laughs> I wanted it so
5: bad.
1: Yes. Yes. Thank you, Nate. Thank you for remembering. There is a line that says like. Hey Nate, do you want mayo or mustard on your hot dog? Yeah, the kid's name is Nate. The kid's name is Nate. I know. It was amazing. Yes. It was like, who puts mayo on a hot dog? It was
0: beautiful. It was a beautiful moment.
1: I looked around me when I saw with Jill and some friends that also listened to the podcast, I looked around like, is this a joke?
0: What is this? Right, right. the gaslighting us? Yeah, it was awesome. Right.